Tonight, we're going to talk about, look at what Jesus said about forgiveness. Amen? Forgiveness. Just like uh, Shelley said, you, you can't overemphasize the story of Christ's life. Uh, in our junior church this morning, we're taking the book of John, and we were in chapter 3 about Nicodemus, and he couldn't understand how can a man be born again. But you know what? It almost seems like that born again, what was uh, uh, preached heavenly many years ago, uh, now not so much. But it's still a message. It's in the Word of God. We need to proclaim it and uh, spread it out. That's what this whole play is going to be about, where, where someone can receive the forgiveness of sins. Amen? Can I say it? Forgiveness of sins. I can stand here today that the Lord, somebody touched me. The Lord touched my life. I'm going to say 35 years ago, when I was uh, in the military over in Rota, Spain. I'll give you a quick testimony. We're going to get jump into things. Um, I was 18 years old, joined the United States Navy, went overseas, and I was in the country of uh, Spain, couldn't speak Spanish. But someone on board the ship said, won't you come out to church? And I said, you know what? Not today, not me, not now. But he was gracious and kept uh, just pursuing me, didn't want to give up on me. And then one day I said, you know what? All right, all right, I'm going to go. So I went out to hear this revival, revival, what, you know, this week-long, two-week-long revival. And, and I heard preaching for the first time in my life, folks, preaching what you get with Pastor Tony every day. I heard that for the first time at 18 years old. Prior before that, never once. And um, <laughs> it, was, it was a gentleman named Doug Martin. He was the evangelist. And he preached heaven high and hell hot. And uh, that shook me to the core, folks. just shook me to the core. Here, me a sinner, I'm like, how can that be? How, what have I done so wrong? But, you know, the Bible says the devil blinds our minds to the gospel, blinds our minds to our sins. Short, shorten things up, um, uh, I think it was pretty much towards the last day of that revival. Um, they gave that invitation one more time, and I came down and said, I'm lost. I need this Savior that you speak of. And... And that was then, this is now. So God can do miracles in people's lives, amen? If you're here today and you're saved and he changed you, you ought to be thankful for that today, amen? What does the Bible say about this forgiveness? Number one, let me give you a couple quick thoughts before we get actually into the message. Number one, we cannot work for forgiveness. We cannot earn, we cannot work for it, but there's not enough good deeds. I don't care what people are teaching. I don't care what churches are teaching. You cannot work for your salvation. Hillary Clinton, I just saw a video, it's very shocking. Hillary Clinton uh, in a, um, I think it was in New York City, meeting with the heads of the Catholic Church and this and that. She was a guest speaker. And I guess she wanted to make herself, you know, feel welcome amongst, you know, everybody just, and she said this, she says, I'm not Catholic. She goes, I am a Methodist, but she goes, like you, I'm earning my salvation by my works. She said that you look up the video yourself, folks, what happens to those that want to justify themselves before a holy God in, in uh, Matthew chapter six? And they said, Lord, have we not done many wonderful works? We've cast out devils in thy name. We've, we've done this. We, and then Jesus says, what? Come on in. Enjoy the fellowship. What does he say? Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I never knew you. There are going to be untold 
Millions that's going to stand and say, Lord, I thought I was on the right. I thought my good outweighed the bad. I thought I, people told me I was a good person. My parents told me I was a good person. My preacher told me I was good. It's not by good. Folks, one thought. If, if we could earn this salvation that people speak of, then, then why did Christ die? Why did he have to suffer if there was a law that could give us eternal life, then righteousness would have came by the law. Amen? But the scripture has concluded that we're all under sin. That the promise by faith might be given to them that believe. Amen? Not by works. By his grace and mercy. Folks, we deserve hell. With the, We're talking about... I went in on that. I do. I'm shaking now, but I went in on that. Because there's a lot of people that that's just out of their vocabulary right now. That's out of the church vocabulary because it scares people away. Folks, I don't know about you. I'm saved because I was going to hell. I was going to hell. And if you were honest with yourself, that's where you were going to. But someone shared Jesus Christ with you. Someone shared Jesus Christ. All right, let's go on. Couldn't be, couldn't be by our works, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. Underline that. Not of works, lest any man. That's all it is. Works is boasting. It's look what I can do. Look what I have done. Look at my resume. Look at me. Not about us. It's about him. Uh, Galatians um, 3.22 says, But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith might be given to them that believe. All right? Can't work for it. We can't keep the law to get this forgiveness. You can't. The, folks, God, the whole word of God, folks, listen, if, if you just break one, guilty of all, amen? You, you can't keep it all. There are some that truly, Cornelius was one that, man, when you talk about keeping the law and doing all that and this and that, and he even came short. He needed the gospel. He needed Jesus Christ. All right, so trying to keep the law, the Ten Commandments, folks, you just, it's, it can't be done. It just cannot be done. We have a sinful nature that you can thank Adam for. I don't care who you want to thank, but it's there. It's in our life. And, folks, it just, we can't. We can try all we want. Keep this law. Keep the commandments. We're just going to come up short. We cannot pay for this salvation. I know people are like, you know what? There are, I think there's a religion out there that says if you pay so much, might get you out of hell. What? You're going to put a price tag on that? Doesn't the Bible say in Hebrews about so great a salvation? Folks, the, this a, listen, the national debt is $20 trillion. And if you had that today, come see me. <laughs> come see me. I know. If you had $20 trillion today, that could not buy you one day out of hell. Couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't get you a day in heaven. Couldn't do it. No, could not do it. Um, Folks, if we come by the way of the cross, it's not by any good works we can do. It's not by keeping the law, and it's certainly we can't pay for it. Folks, most of us, man, we're, we're scrapping one paycheck to the next. How can we pay for salvation? Folks, it was given freely, amen, freely to us, all because of what he did on the cross. All right, now, let's jump into things. Here we go. Uh, number one, Christ died for our sins Jesus died that we might be forgiven. So here we go. John chapter 10, verse 17. Jesus says these words, Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it up again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down on myself. I have power, listen to this, I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. This commandment received of my Father. 
Folks, this is the, this is the core um, of what we teach. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, every one of us should know that. That Christ died for our sins according to what? The scriptures. And that he was buried and that he, what? Arose again according to the scriptures. Guy's pretty good up there keeping up. You're good. Um, he died. That's the whole core. When, when I'm telling my kids in junior church, that's what I'm telling them. He died for you according to the scriptures. He was buried, but he arose again. Death couldn't hold him. Hell couldn't hold him. He arose again according to the scriptures. And that is wherein by the Bible says that ye are saved unless we have believed in vain. Unless we really... A lot of people can give lip service. How many know that? A lot of people can say things, but they don't really believe it. They don't believe it. They say it to get people off their back, get their parents off their back, but in in their heart. But the Bible says, with the heart man believeth on the righteousness, and and with the mouth confession is made on the salvation. Amen? All right. So Christ died for our sins. Um. The Bible says the precious blood was shed. Isn't it amazing how some Bibles almost just want to take out the blood of Christ and, and, and just take it out and just say, you know what, it's, it's, we're just going to remove it. Colossians chapter 1 verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood. Now listen, even the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Folks, this was God's plan. This, you, he was the Lamb of God. Amen. As John said, behold, the Lamb of God, which what? Taketh away the sin of the world. My sin and your sin. Aren't you, aren't you happy for that? Aren't you glad that he died for your sins? And my sins, which are many, are forgiven. Amen. Your sins, which are many, are forgiven. Amen. Folks, I, when you get to heaven and when you get to see Jesus, amen, and you get to, what are you going to say to him? What, what words could we say? We could fall down at his feet and thank him for his mercy and his grace and what he endured on the cross, despising the shame. And he laid down his life for us. And folks, I don't know about you, but we're going to be doing that, I believe, for a while. Amen. I know he's going to wipe away tears from our eyes and things and, and uh, folks, but but there's going to be some thanking the Lord for what he's done for our lives. Amen. He, he, he didn't just save us, but he, he, he gave us a new life in Christ. A, a new life of, that we're just not the same, same old, same old anymore. A new life. Amen. Come on, give me an amen. What can wash away my sins? What can make me whole again? Oh, precious is that flow. That makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. Point number two, real quick. We're going to get through all this. Christ only. Now, keep this in mind. Christ only can forgive us of our sins. Luke 23 says this. And verse 33. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right, one on the left. And then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He alone can forgive. There's not a man on this earth that can forgive us of sins only through Jesus Christ and him only. Can you say amen to that? That's it, folks. There is no other options, no other person, no other way, no other doctrine. It's through Christ and Christ only. Matthew 9, 2. 
And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on the bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said on the sick of the palsy, Son, (laughs) I like this, be of good cheer. (laughs) Thy sins be forgiven thee. Be of good cheer. Be happy. Your sins are forgiven. The woman at the well, your sins, which are many, are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Amen. Matthew 9, 6. Oh, Mark 2, 7 says this. Why does this man speak thus blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? Jesus is God. He can forgive sins. Amen. Amen. He is the God. He is the Almighty. He alone can forgive us of our sins. The people thought, wait a moment. We only thought God can forgive sins. And Jesus over and over throughout his life kept telling them and tried to show them. But their, their foolish minds were darkened. They just couldn't see it. They see it now. Hey, they see it now. It's a little late. Too late. You know, a lot of people say, well, when, when we die, it's over. It's not. People, you look in the obituary columns every day, and you think, well, it's over for them, folks. It's, life is over. They had a rough life. What, this, that. I knew that person. And now the, their pain and suffering is gone. It's just started. Hell is real, folks. And this church has to continue to preach. I wouldn't be here today if it didn't. Amen? Because that's the only way that's going to change lives. Just telling people Jesus loves you and pat them on the head, that ain't going to work, folks. They need to know about hell, what Christ suffered for them to do that for them. They got to hear that message, folks. I know it's churches just don't want to do it. They want to, they want to deal with it. Folks, thank you, Pastor Tony. Amen. This, and, and I don't think there wouldn't be a pastor on this staff if they didn't believe that. Hell is real, folks. And, and, and we got to pray that this, all that all the God works through these people for this the play coming up, that, that uh, there's going to be people coming and they're going to he- see something and hear something. And uh, maybe, just maybe, the Bible said, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Just maybe something they'll hear and they'll open up their eyes just like it did you, just like it did me, just like it did countless of other thousands of people that have come to know the Lord. Matthew 9, 6, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He has the power, all the power to forgive us of our sins. All right? Now, point number three. The lost need the forgiveness of their sins. Bottom line, folks, before we're saved, that's the only thing that matters in life. We need our sins forgiven. Folks, because the Bible said this, Jesus said, he that believeth not that I am he, ye shall, what? Die in your sins. So the millions of people and the billions of people stand before the Lord on judgment day and as the goats separate from the sheep and the lost from the saved and, and, and those that the Bible said will go in the way into everlasting punishment, they're there. Why? Because their sins had not been forgiven. And they'll pay for those sins throughout eternity, but it's, it, they can't get out. It's done. It's over. You say, it, there's got to be another way. There is no other way. There's, there's no other way. Christ, the lost, need their sins forgiven. Folks, you've got people today that they're, they're, they're down. They're struggling. They're, they're, their life is in ruins. They, they don't know which way to turn. They won't go to church. They, they just they don't know where to go to. They might try the bottle. They might try the drugs. They need 
the forgiveness of the Lord. Amen? They need that. Folks, I don't know about you. People might be able to change some people's lives and help them out and this and that. But what I found is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That can change a person's life. Amen? Salvation can change a person's life. Amen? Amen? Nothing the lost need to hear. Listen, John 1.10 says this. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. We live in a damn time. It just seems like when you're talking to folks, the world just does not know who you're talking about anymore. They just don't know it. He was in the world. The world knew him not. Christ came unto his own, and his own even received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Amen? Even to them that believe on his name. The lost need forgiveness, folks. That's what, that's what this is about. This is not necessarily for saved people just to rejoice and think, oh, thank God what Jesus did on Calvary for me. And the, the play was great and wonderful. It's about reaching lost people. Amen? It's about reaching lost people. There's going to be, you know, folks, listen. If we're faithful, faithful to the practices, faithful to our scripts, being in prayer, let God work through us, God can bring people in, folks. Amen? God can bring people in. That's not a problem. Amen? That's not a problem. God can bring people in. We've got to be faithful. Be faithful and let God use us in a great and mighty way that He will be glorified in all things. Amen? Let's go on. The lost into the forgiveness of our sins. Christ is the only one that can forgive us of our sins. Number four, real quick, the saved. I'm, the, the saved, that's us. We need to confess our sins. Folks, I, I don't know what it is, but we as believers, we're, been, we're being bombarded today that it's almost not that sin is acceptable practice, um, but it, we're not seeing people being broken over their sins. And I'm talking about believers now. We're seeing stuff today on TV. We, see, we hear things, and it doesn't seem like it doesn't bother us as it used to. It doesn't bother us. Like it did when we first got saved. Folks, sin is still a sin no matter what. Amen? And it should bother us. It should stir us. The Holy Spirit lives with inside us. Amen? And if we have sinned, the Bible says if we, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I, I, just, I just foresee a lot of, of, of I'm not sure... I just, I'm not really sure. Is it because it's just so much out there and, and we can't always ask forgiveness because we're going to just repeat the same thing again and again? Folks, as long as it's there and the Spirit speaks to your heart, that's when we need to ask the Lord to forgive us. Amen? We needed to do it when we were lost and as a saved, as a saved believer in Christ. We still need to ask forgiveness. You can't just go months and years without sinning, folks. You can't do that. Sin is ever The devil, he... he, he He's nonstop. He's fighting us on tooth and nail. He wants us to fall. He wants us to get down. He wants us to get discouraged. He wants you to throw in the towel. He wants you to walk away. The Bible says a just man falleth down seven times but rises up again. The devil wants to knock us down. He doesn't want you to confess every time we do something wrong. He just wants some of those things to pile up. Man, you... you, you, I asked my son, Micah, well, I think he was up there. I wasn't going to pick on you, Micah, and I'm not. But, folks, listen. The, when those four dogs of ours, and they're not mine, they're do- I got one, all right. Um, when they go in the backyard, right, a little, little sin, you know, gets out of hand, 
um, what, 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 what could be manageable, you know, if, you, if Mike is not out there, I don't know, once a year now, I don't know, what is it once a year? Those things get to be big and, and, and piles begin to, to, to mound up. It's a, it's a, it's a mountain. Now you got you to gotta deal with that, Micah. You're going to need shovels and boots. You're going to need the whole nine yards when you go out next time. He said this. He goes, well, it's winter time. They don't, really don't go that much. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Did you? I'm sorry. He said I did. But you said you said it was cold out and you didn't want to go. Okay, let's just be honest. You didn't say that either? Here's a mic. What, what did you say? He'll tell us later. Okay. It's got to get done. I can't send Lori out there to do that. No. Amen? All right. <clears throat> Amen. Um, you know, as let, let me touch this on, on as we ask the Lord to forgive us. But what happens if a brother offends us? Hmm. What happens if someone, and, and you know what? I've had it happen to me. And you've had it happen to you. Someone has hurt you. Either words, indeed, they said something falsely to accuse you. And sometimes it's not even meant at you, or, but yet you, get, you, get, you, heard, you heard it from the grapevine. And, and, and you thought, wow, that was said about me? Folks, it's one thing if, if, you know, if people are telling the truth. That's, that's, but when someone outright lies, um, I'll just give you a case in point. When I was in the, uh, when I was a, um, United States Navy um, recruiter, um, I have to keep logs uh, uh, with my books uh, for when I take the vehicle out, when I brought it back. Well, we had an audit. We had an audit. And they looked at my audit and they said, you have been falsifying this all this time. Because they said it looks the same every time. I said, hello, I'm the only one driving the vehicle. Of course it looks the same. I didn't have 30 people driving one vehicle. My name was the same all the way. He said, that looks too falsified. You know what? If it's something true about me, I'll take it. But if you're falsified, I'm going to stand up and say, listen, hey, let me tell you a quick story. We have time, Pastor? We have time? I don't believe in making a scene. I don't believe in making a scene on a plane. I don't. You don't really want to stand up on a plane, but I had to. Uh, Beck and I took a trip two weeks ago to South Carolina to see family. The pilot, we were flying in the Dulles International. The pilot said, everybody take a seat. What does that mean? Take a seat, take a seat. I'm strapped in barely. I'm strapped in. And the, don't laugh. I tell you, they need to make bigger seats. All right, so, so the, the pilot said, everybody take a seat. Uh, uh, stewardess to take a seat. We'll be laying in 10 minutes. A guy stands up. Now, how about you? I like to be vigilant about everything around me. This guy stands up after he said that. And I'm looking at him. I'm thinking, okay, what's up? And so he starts walking. He walked right on by, heading to the restroom in the back. I said, okay. Folks, we're on a small plane. Another guy stands up. I said, okay. He walks down halfway, stops, and here here is the door that opens up. And he's like this. He's like, and I said to him, I didn't want to make a scene. I know there might have been a deputy on board, but I said, hey! I said, don't, don't you try it. I said, don't do it. Don't think about it. Don't open that door. In my mind, I said that. In my mind, I did. In my mind. The words didn't come out, but in my mind, I said that to him. I said, I'm not going down. If it has to go down, we'll go down. But I'm not, 
I'm not. Whew. Wow. I, I, I didn't want to say it, but I had to. I had to say something. My life was at stake. All right. But what does it talk about forgiving one another? Real quick, Jesus said these. For if ye forgive not men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will not forgive you. Wow. Um, but if you give someone, if, if someone has done you wrong and, and you ask forgiveness and they forgive you, amen. But the Bible says if you from your heart, from your heart, don't ask forgiveness, then he says, I won't forgive you. And I'll let Pastor Tony explain that one to you because you say, well, wait a moment. If I've got sin in my life and the Lord hasn't forgiven me, how am I going to get to heaven? Pastor Tony will explain that one. Okay? <laughs> Listen, there are times that you say, I just can't forgive my brother, my sister. They said something. They did something to me. I just can't. Got to let it go. Amen? You got to let it go. Got to forgive them. How many, if the brother ought, how many times? Seven times 70, 490? Come on, folks. That's, it's a number that can't be reached. If, if, if your wife sins against you, forgive them. If we've sinned against them, forgive them. Wives, forgive your husbands. Amen. If your children sin against you, deal with it. No, forgive them. Deal with it, then forgive them. You're off tomorrow. You're off tomorrow, pal. I want to see a pearly white backyard clean and shiny. Hey, you got five guys up there that will help you for a dollar a piece. Do it. All right? Dollar, that's good money. It's free money. Pick up a couple. Yeah. Jordan's supposed to come to my house because I got a bird up in my, uh, uh, that laid an egg up in my, uh, up in the rafters. And uh, I asked Jordan if he might come over. He has to connect a piece of pipe together. He's, I'll give him half of what I was going to give Mike. I'm sorry, Micah. Micah went down and looked at the problem. I don't think he was able to solve the issues. But I'm going to give you the first crack at it. Now they're talking about it. Okay. All right. Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. Amen. James 5.16. Uh, last point. We talked about all this forgiveness. Um, I put it this way. The pulpit needs to proclaim freedom of sin. And that's what our pastor here does. Acts 13.38. Be it known unto you, therefore, brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. That's what we do here. That's what churches are supposed to do. Let someone know that Jesus Christ can forgive them of their sins. He, he was the, the just for the unjust, the holy for the unholy, the righteous for the unrighteous. He did for us. I will not have time to go in. i got to get going here. Romans 6, you can read that knowing that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that we henceforth should not serve sin. That's what the pulpit needs to proclaim. Um, 1 Corinthians 9, 16, for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for its necessity is laid upon the pastors here. Woe unto them if they preach not the gospel. 